FOMO. My name is Patrick J. McGinnis, and I'm a FOMO Sapiens. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you are too. And when you're like us and Monday comes around, you don't dread the new week. No, you wake up every Monday morning knowing that this week might just be the best one yet. This is Faux Monday, the snackable show that starts your week right with hot takes, life hacks, listener mail, and even some FOMO therapy. Hey, everybody, welcome to Faux Mondays, the companion show to FOMO Sapiens. Of course, FOMO Sapiens will be back on Thursday with a new episode. But until then, happy Faux Monday, best day of the week. I'm your host, Patrick J. McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and of course, FOMO Sapiens 24-7. Now on Thursday, we have a really, really timely episode about the battle for your brain with my guest, Nina Farahani, who's written a book about how technology companies are you know, manipulating all of us, if we're going to put it in a really straight up fashion, and how we can think about that ethically, socially, morally, practically. So it's a really interesting, important episode as we round up the year, because I don't know about you, but I do not need more internet in my life or apps or any of those things. And so it's a great way to think about that going into 2024. It's like, what is going to be your posture with respect to all this technology coming into the new year. So that is the convo that we will be having on Thursday, and it's a really good one. Now, Patchy PT today, it's a topic that is related. See, I think about these things ahead of time, and it is about how addictive is social media. Now, a number of you sent me this fascinating article, or a bunch of articles really, about this fascinating study that just came out by a guy at, more than just a guy, a professor and researcher at the University of Chicago. His name is Leonardo Burstein. He's an economics professor, and he's the co-author of this new paper called, and this is not the catchiest title, Leonardo, but, you know, it is what it is. The title is, When Product Markets Become Collective Traps, The Case of Social Media. Again, Not a banger on that title, but the message and the insights are so compelling because the research lays out that when given the choice between staying on social media and leaving it, people are willing to stay just out of fear of missing out. Okay, makes sense. We know all that. But here's something that it does that's even more interesting. It shows that when a collective group decides it'll get off social media, in other words, if You can get everybody else to quit so you don't have to be on social media. It seems to be that people really want that. And so there's some real question about the value of social media. And that's exactly what this report is about. So this this research shows that if you go to somebody and say, you have to get off social media, okay, and everybody else is still going to be on it, people are not willing to do that because they perceive that there is value to being on social media. And so on average, you got to pay somebody like 50 bucks between TikTok and Instagram, it's about 50 bucks a month for them to say, fine, I won't be on social media and I'm going to miss out on everything else. However, for just about the same for TikTok and much lower for Instagram, it's like 10 bucks, but for about 50 bucks a month, people are are willing to also say, you know what? I would be willing to pay you 50 bucks for TikTok and about 10 bucks for Instagram 
to have nobody use it so that, you know, I don't have to think about it. I'm not going to be missing out. I don't have to do this thing anymore. And I also don't have to worry about other people doing this thing as well. So that's really fascinating. You can think about it. People saying, hey, if the world is going to be on social media, you got to pay me 50 bucks for me to not be on it because I'll be missing out. But if I had my choice, I would just pay you 50 bucks. Now, I think that's really interesting. By the way, I don't use a ton of TikTok. I much prefer Instagram. But still, this idea that we would prefer just to not have it at all and we would pay for that, that is fascinating. And so that is the insight in that new study. You can go check it out. It's all over the place. But that made me think about something, which is, you know, how do we manage this? So I spent a lot of time thinking about this in my own life because, you know, I love this stuff. And so what I want to do is after the break, talk about five really practical things you can do. And I would suggest you do it now, but you can wait till January 1st if you want for your New Year's resolution to lessen your time on social media. So we'll get at that right after the break. FOMO. Tudo bem, meus queridos FOMO sapiens. Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages, but I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Now, FOMO Sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. FOMO. All right, everybody, you don't have the option of just paying for everybody to not be on social media, but what you can do is find ways to manage your use of these platforms. I have certainly thought about this a lot. I've done a lot of research. I have tried these things on myself, talked to folks who are really smart about this, people like Nir Eyal, who wrote the book Indistractable. We had him on the show. And so here are some tips. I've got five tips for you this week on how to decrease your social media use. Some of them you probably know, others you may not. So let's start right now with number one, set specific time limits. In other words, kind of, first of all, go on your phone and all the phones track this now and look at how much time you're spending on social media because it's good to have a baseline and then decide whether you think that's appropriate or whether you think you would like to lower that number. And when you do that, that'll get you to start to think about basically do I want to open this thing up when I'm in line at the supermarket, when I'm on the subway, when I'm driving, if you're doing when you're driving, that's very naughty things like that. When I'm watching television, when I'm on the phone. So it's a great way to just start setting baselines and setting sort of goals around this stuff. You're sort of just starting to prime the brain around the decision-making change you want to create. Okay. So take a look at what you're doing and then set a goal. If you're doing an hour a day, cut it in half. Try something like that. And then as you go through the day, you can actually then real-time monitor how much time you're spending. So that is a really great way to start just by setting an actual goal to manage towards. Number two, 
schedule. This is a really good one. We oftentimes open social media just sort of like by accident or because we're used to doing it. I do this all the time. It's like, why is my Instagram open? I have no idea. I'm not getting anything out of it. And so having specific times when you allow yourself to do these things, I'm on the train. I have just finished dinner. I am at lunch. Things like that. Selecting times that you feel are appropriate will allow you then to create new habits that are much more healthy. And think about when you're using it most inappropriately or in times when you don't sort of feel like it's serving you and just cut those out right away and just keep yourself to them. You could write them down too. That always helps. But schedule these things. Could be a reward, by the way. You know, it's like, I just ran seven miles. I'm going to give myself 15 minutes on Instagram and maybe post about that because, you know, you got to brag about the seven miles. But really thinking about when you're using social media is important because, again, so many times we do it because we're bored. We're waiting in line. We're waiting for something. We're on the phone. We watch television. And it doesn't serve us. But you don't even think about it. Number three, this one is so important. Disable notifications. I did this years ago. Years ago. And I have, you know what? I haven't missed any of these notifications. I don't care. Most of the things we get notified about do not matter. If it's really important, a couple of apps, of course I have notifications. But in general, I do not. And so there is nothing on Instagram that you need to know about right away. It's just nothing. So take off those notifications. You will see. I promise you. It sounds scary if you haven't done it. Once you do it, you're going to never want to go back. And you'll start cutting more and more. I have no notifications except for like three apps. Number four, delete or hide apps. So I took Twitter off my phone years ago because every time I went in there, it made me feel so terrible. Now, I still allow myself to look at the desktop from time to time, although nowadays it's so nasty. I barely go on there anymore. But I took it off my phone and guess how much my Twitter use went down? Like 98%. I also have all my apps hidden on my second page in folders. So they're not like tempting me to look at them every time I open my phone. That's really important. Think about it and manage just how much exposure you have to that little temptation, which is the little app icon on your phone. And finally, find alternative things to do with your time. So one really great thing you could do, for example, and again, these are things that I'm putting my own experience to play, read a book. So for example, I will get on a plane and I just want to be on my phone when I get on that plane. I want to be on Instagram. I want to be scrolling around, not just social media. I want to be on New York Times website, texting. I just want to be Mr. Social. But instead, I will put my phone away, get it out of my face and start reading a book. And then, you know, what happens, of course, is that if the book is pretty good, you're like, thank God I did this. Much more interesting. And I'm learning a lot more than, you know, doom scrolling or whatever. So think about alternatives that make you happy. You can even spend time with real people. Think about that one. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. So those are my five tips to overcome. Not overcome, but just reduce. I, I think it's really hard. That these people who have no social media, I mean, wow. But it is pretty tough for most people to have no social media. So, you know, you just got to learn how to live with it. Setting specific time limits, creating a schedule, disabling notifications, deleting or hiding apps, and finding alternative activities. And I would add, just as a closer, is just monitor how you feel. Again, with Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, I just started to feel so nasty when I opened it. I felt, made me feel worse about the world. Oh, if you've been on there recently, you know what I'm talking about. 
And so as I start to realize this doesn't make me feel good, it just makes me want to stay away. So it's also important to recognize that if you're not getting utility out of these things, if you want somebody to pay you to get off, that's a good sign. All right, everybody, we'll see you on Thursday talking about these topics and more. But until then, take care of yourselves. FOMO Sapiens. FOMO. If you like today's show, please be sure to rate it and recommend it to your friends. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on the web at FOMOSapiens.com or PatrickMcGinnis.com, where you can get all kinds of free resources to live a more decisive and entrepreneurial life. FOMO. Want more FOMO Sapiens and FOMO Monday? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis. 